Hi everybody, this is Pastor Cliff and you're listening to By the Grace of God, a Pathfinder devotional podcast where I'm chatting to some pastors and cool leaders as we walk through the Pathfinder pledge, law and motto about lessons they learned from these essentials and to encourage you guys to what it means to be a Pathfinder. I'm here with uh, Anthony Fuller, um, he's a pastor and he's also the uh, youth director for the South England Conference. Um, Anthony is a, uh, is a guy full of vigor, full of dreams, full of, you know, full of passion for young people. And so we've invited him here um, to, to share with us a little bit um, on one or two of the aspects of the of the Pathfinder Pledge and Law. Pastor Anthony, just just uh, tell us a little bit more about yourself before we introduce our, our, our subject. Sure. Um, um, firstly, thank you for the opportunity to be with you, to share uh, with yourself, um, Pastor, um, and hello to all of you listening in. Um, my name's Anthony, as Pastor Clifford Herman said, and I have three boys, AJ, Christian, Ethan, I'm married to Caroline. Um, I have recently, during the, the pandemic, uh, so I wasn't doing this before, I think from March, from May, I started running. Uh, so I would say that I, my hobby is running, I love running. Um, I, I'm at the furthest I've run is 13 miles. Um, um, which, is, which has been a great feature for me. I love also riding my bike, uh, so I'm a little bit of a bike rider. Other than that, I love I love my job, I love what I do, I love sharing, I love teaching, I love preaching, um, and I love playing pool. Pool is like snooker, but a smaller version of that. Um, but that's a little bit about me. That's a little bit about me. Okay, so so, so Anthony, we, 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 we're talking about, um, you know, the, the the path and the pledge in law. Well, the path and the pledge is there, and then um, <clears throat> after the pledge, it says, "I will keep the pathfinder law." Yes. Now, this concept of law um, uh, sits uncomfortable with some people. Yes. Um, you know, simply because you know we 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 understand law as a um, a, a constricting principle. You know? So, what, what is your what is your take on on, on, on law, for example? Yep, I, I agree. Um, there is generally this this notion that law and law is more of we know generally that it's good for us, it's good for society, it's good for the home, it's good for me. But it's like a set of rules, and generally, uh, especially as especially for me growing up, the law is like you know my my dad would lay down the law. My mum would lay down the law, you can't do this, you can't go here, you can't eat this, you know, and, and generally the things that we couldn't do uh, based on the law is the things that we wanted to do. I wanted to, you know, I wanted to break the law, I wanted to break the rules, I wanted to do something uh, that I knew I shouldn't. Um, and so generally whenever you hear the law, there is a, a, a mindset that it's restricting me from doing something even though the thing that you may be doing is for your own good. Um, 
but on some levels, especially, you know, when I was younger, for my children, uh, if I say to them, we need to go to bed at 8.30, they, for some reason, they want to go to bed at 9.30. If I say to Ethan, it's 6.30 for you, he's four years old, 6.30 for you, son. Uh, for some reason, when it's bedtime, he doesn't want to go to bed. Even though he needs a certain amount of hours to sleep, in his mind, the fact that I've given it a time, that just makes him even more awake, which makes it much challenging. But as a parent, my role is to make sure that that law is followed through. Uh, because I know that if you follow these principles, if you follow these um, the law that's been put in place, so to speak, um, you will wake up with much more energy, you will make up ready to face your day the next day. And so there is always that wrestling, that wrestling I believe pastor has been going on from childhood. We've been wrestling with the concept of rules, with laws, and so that's why on some level um, it does have a negative or is seen as somewhat negative. So, so <clears throat> in your concept, right? You're a pastor. You, you, you know. When they look at pastors, they say, "Ah, you should know everything. You should know. You should know even the mind of God." You know, to a certain extent. Yeah. Um, um, God has put laws. You know, He says He put the laws in our hearts. You know, He's put the Ten Commandments there. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> if laws have this, you know, or if people have this negative impact of rules or the negative feeling against rules, you know. Why, why would God if why would God have put you know uh, um, uh, um, a set of rules or laws in place you know to 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 make it important for us and 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 our relationship with him yep um, um, again it's an easy answer because I'm a parent <laughs> you know uh, and being a parent uh, I can say well, I put laws in place for my children because for them. I, I kind of, even though I'm not a prophet or I, I can't see into the future, I've, I've, I've been their age. I know that they need certain things. They, they're going to go a certain direction. So for example, um, you know, the society puts in laws, the road laws, when there's a red light stop. Sometimes, sometimes I want to go, I, I'm in a rush. I, I want to go. But I know when I see the red light, um, society knows it's for my best interest, it's for my good, because if I yeah. keep going, I may crash into somebody else and create an accident. And so to create order, to create harmony, uh, to make sure that everybody gets a fair chance to get to where they're going, they put in these laws and regulations as if, as also in our own homes, in our society, is the same way that God has given us laws because he loves us, he sees the, the dangers that we can fall into. He realizes that we need to sleep, we need to be healthy. There are things we should and shouldn't do for, for our best interest, but ultimately because he loves us so much. Um, so, so yes, and so it's, it's, it's a bit of an irony because the law, the word law has a negative notion, but then it's put in place because of the love for us, for the fact, for our safety, for our well-being. Which is why, and I just want to just jump into this, which is why I struggled for a long time with David. When David would say something like, oh, how I love the law. And yeah. I'd be like, what? Yeah. You love the law? Like, yeah. <laughs> okay, okay, I get it. I see the necessity of the law. I get why it should be there. But to go that one step further, to love the law, yeah. that, that, that irked me. That, that challenged me uh, for a long time, Pastor. Okay. And so... <clears throat> How did you, how did you uh, bridge that? 
understanding. Understanding. How did you overcome that, son? You know, when you grow older, in terms of especially, you know, uh, if you look at the Ten Commandments, you know, is there anything in the Ten Commandments that actually spells love, and for yes. somebody to actually love that law? So, how did you bridge? How did you bridge that? You know, that that thought um, with David. Um, I think. I think ultimately, um, as I got older, beginning to, you know, listen to. My, my mentors and those older than me, it's, uh, learning from their experiences. Uh, but ultimately, it's appreciating that the law of God is not so much the do's and the don'ts. It's more about relationship. Mm-hmm. It's more about what the laws allow for me to do and what it produces in me. When I realized that, yes, you've got the Ten Commandments and there are other commandments that are across the Bible. But when I began to appreciate that the, 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 the first and greatest commandment is to love the Lord thy God. Um, this is a command, love the Lord thy God. I began to appreciate that really. Um, this is relation. This is this is this is about this is about if if I love my wife, there are things I'm going to do. If I love the Lord, there are things I'm going to do. And, and, and so what's allowed it to become personal for me is that I don't focus as much on the doing part as opposed to the why I'm doing. And the why I'm doing is really the love aspect, the love element, which yeah. is which is somewhat connected to what David says, oh, how I love the law. It's, yeah. when it's, it's, it's like sweeter than honey. It's my meditation all the day. And so it's there's something about the law that draws us closer to something more massive more exciting than the do's and the don'ts and so when i realized that the red light is for my safety i'm i'll happily stop because i want to live i don't want to crack i don't want to injure anybody i don't want to be injured so if if stopping means that i can live to see another day or somebody can get across safely then I will gladly do that. And so I will happily abide by the law of the red light. So uh, you, you, you've shared, you know, in terms of David, you know, loving, your law, loving the law and, and, and how the law protects us, you know, from, from hurting people, hurting ourselves. Um, but I'm thinking that's a, that's a strange way of building a relationship, you know, because if I think, you know, I married, you are, um, <clears throat> you know, your relationship that you build is talking to your wife, you know, spending time with each other. Um, uh, your wife hasn't set a rule, a list of do's and don'ts for you. Right. So, 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 how does the relationship connection with God, you know, with a set of rules, um, rather than I, I, talking to him? Sure. Um, you know, growing up, I had to go to church. Um, I, I had to, I had to go to Pathfinders. I had to go Sabbath school. I realized that I was doing the things, but I didn't know why I was doing it. I've now gotten to a stage of my spirituality, my Christianity, where I do these things not because it's the right thing to do, but because I realize that these things help me draw closer to God. And so my love for God that I am building on my own empowers me and motivates me to do the things that are required of me. And so in regards to my wife, um, spending time with her, um, sending her flowers, uh, sending her a text, I love you. I'm not just doing it because it's the right thing to do. I'm doing it as a response of my love for her. So my love for her motivates me, empowers me to do these things that make her happy, but more than making her happy, makes me happy. In other, and, and so David expresses the same um, sentiment, which is, I love the law because I love you. 
and the law points me back to you and so because I want more of you and I love you then in keeping the law and doing what you've asked me to do is not a duty or a job or a chore it's now a pleasure and so it's a pleasure to do what you want me to do it's a pleasure to to pray to you to seek your face to witness to testify because I'm so much in love with you hmm. and can we also can we, can we also even say that you know because God has put those laws in place protects us so much and in that way we love him because of that yes if it wasn't yes. there you know we 100%. love him for doing that you know, and for protecting us and making our lives richer 100% um, you're, you're totally right it makes me think I then now feel even more love because he put these things in place for my protection um, and and that's what makes it a pleasure the, the law now is not a negative the law now is not a burden or a chore it's a natural response to the love experience i'm having with my lord uh, and i think that's the main thing is if i'm not if i don't understand why the red light is there i'm always going to try and break it yes if I don't that's right and why i'm going to church i'm always going to question why it's boring is this but that's right begin to understand that church primarily is a a space where I can continue to learn and praise and love and to share my experience with God, then I don't need to see church as boring or church as this or that. Now, I, I embrace that I am the church and I can be active and I can be lively and I can make a difference because the space that's created to bring me to God, I already have God as well. And yeah. so the connection is there. And so I, yeah. I love church not because church in and of itself is saving me or in and of itself is exciting. But church is exciting because God is exciting and I love God and I want to do anything for him that brings glory, that brings praise, but also represents my love for him. Mm. Mm. And hopefully... Yeah, hopefully, you know, <clears throat> when you talk about I will keep the path by the law, hopefully through these, uh, um, the, through the series that we're trying to create, yes, is to put in place that, you know, that all the elements in that path and the law uh, um, is enveloped uh, or, or rather uh, stems from the love, or sorry, stems from the, 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 the Ten Commandments, yes, uh, um, you know, to enrich um, our relationship with with God, um, in a sense. So, um, you have a twelve-year-old, right, listening to this. Yes. In a minute, how would you encourage that twelve-year-old to learn to love uh, God's law? What I'll say to you, as what I'll say to myself, um, is to first learn to experience God for yourself, to learn to love God and that's going to take, that's a growth process, that is something that the Holy Spirit will give to you, um, but I've learned, instead of me trying to keep the law, keeping the law safe, um, to just to step back and say, Lord, I'm learning if you love me, keep my commandments, and so Lord, show me what it means to love you, help me to experience who you are, help me to like David said, oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Once you begin experiencing God, once you begin to seek his face and challenge God, look, move in my life, speak to me, use me. I want to be a vessel. I want to be a game changer. I want to make a difference. I guarantee you, because the, the word is short, once he begins to move in your life, your reaction, your response 
will be to naturally keep the law of God. And it won't be a duty, it will be a pleasure. Oh yes, I love Jesus. Oh yes, I want to keep your law. Oh yes, because you are good, you are faithful, and you have never not come through for me since I've begun living and experiencing and seeing that you are a good God, a powerful God, a life-changing God, a graceful God, a merciful God, a forgiving God, but also a God of rules, a God of the law. And your law is there for my good. Amen. I give God thanks for that. Amen. Amen. All right, Pastor Anthony, thank you for uh, uh, for your time. Thank you for those, oh, those Lord, wonderful you. insights you know and 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 what you could share from your own life you know and and i hope i hope this is an opportunity for for young people to to love what god has placed you know there for us and it's just there to to grow us um, spiritually i'm gonna pray and then we'll close yes dear lord thank you for pastor anthony thank you for his thoughts thank you for his love for your lord and lord as he shared uh, may his words rest on the hearts of our young people and may somebody who listens uh, to this be make an, have an opportunity Lord to um, not only to renew their, their love for you but continue your love their love for you um, bless his his ministry Lord bless his uh, family and may God be praised so that everything you do bring honor and glory to you thank you in Jesus name amen I hope you found meaning and blessing from today's devotional podcast. This is a weekly installment, so remember to find more of By the Grace of God from our SEC Pathfinder YouTube channel or on Spotify or Apple Podcast. If you're watching this on our channel, please subscribe below and click the bell to be notified for more. See you next week.